I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. Is love enough for a relationship, for a marriage? Uh, I have a question that someone said to me. Dear sir, I was taught that from a child that once you love someone dearly, that's all you need to have a healthy married relationship. I've been married for about eight months, the question says, and now I have really loved my husband. But things are not really working out. Is love enough? Sign, need, something more. So here is the answer. Dear need something more, love is not enough. It's a myth to believe that love alone will guarantee a successful marriage relationship. Too many married couples in our country and around the world are experiencing a dearth of true marital happiness because they thought that just saying I love you would help them ride through the difficult times or to prevent problems in marriage. I have quoted uh, my own Jamaican college professor before. His name is the late Dr. Kenneth G. Vaz. Several times with these words, listen. When hunger walks in the front door, love jumps out the back window. End of quote. <laughs> it is such a fitting statement on the problem of what basic ingredients are lacking in many marriages today. What is needed to make marriage work? Here is it. Good communication and conflict resolution skills, a compassionate attitude, knowing and understanding each other's needs, a sound financial plan, humility, unconditional acceptance, and common sense. So you see, it's much more than just, I love you. Dr. David Olson, Professor of Family Social Science, University of Minnesota, in his book Empowering Couples, clarifies the point this way. Although love is indeed a powerful emotion, it is idealistic to think that love is all you need. Love alone is not enough to make marriage work. Love is important. But love alone is not sufficient to maintain a healthy, vitalized, and happy marital relationship. Relationship skills, particularly communication and conflict resolution skills, are necessary, as is a strong commitment from both individuals. End of quote. And uh, let me expand further. My research, my very own research in my marriage and family counseling services will tell you that commitment commitment is a solid solid ingredient in making sure that marriage works that the total commitment commitment to each other commitment to making the marriage work and commitment to marriage itself many people are committed to marriage itself they're not going to leave each other but they're not happy they're giving a good impression on the outside but they're not happy they're not happy. And that's very difficult, a very difficult uh, relationship to be in. Some people also believe that compatibility is all you need. No, research is also telling us it's not compatibility. In fact, it takes about 5, 10, 15 years to become compatible. It's actually commitment, commitment, commitment. And here's a fresh concept. I've realized over the past decades that compassion is more important than passion, or to 
Better understand, compassion comes from passion. Compassion is kindness, understanding, respect, caring, sharing, fairness. It's cleaning the house, unconditional acceptance. Passion is the result of compassion. Passion reveals itself as tender closeness, c c good lovemaking, unconditional giving of self. Hence, if there is no compassion, there will be no passion, and the marriage will be lost. So that's another point, compassion. You see, over the years of my counseling career, I have worked with hundreds, actually thousands of couples now, who love each other dearly and seem not to be able to move out of the rut of habitual conflict-ridden behaviors. Research also verifies that the best predictor of marital health is not how much a couple loves each other, but how well they handle conflicts. Therefore, it is important for marital health that couples learn how to fight well. I've also discovered that too many Christians are making the mistake of getting married too quickly. Their excuse for rushing into marriage is that since they are both born-again believers, this will assure them that they would not have a, that, or that they would have a wonderful relationship. Or they believe that if they have similar beliefs, go to the same church, are excited about their relationship with Jesus, have no conflicts as brothers and sisters in Christ, then why wait? They can have a wonderful relationship. We can become friends after we get married, one partner said to his wife-to-be. What a big mistake. Too many Christian couples are painfully learning too late that similar beliefs in God do not guarantee compatibility or commitment in the home or the marriage bed. It is so true that committed friends can be seatmates in church, cry and laugh together, share mutual interest, and encourage one another when life becomes difficult. Yet, if they become married partners, they can become angry enemies. If they remain just friends, they may have both they may both experience joy and maybe heaven together. But if they get married, they may lose their souls in hell. It is most important that couples take the time to be friends before they even think about getting married to each other. They must also learn that good friendship does not automatically spell good marriage. Each individual contemplating marriage must ask himself or herself questions like some of the following. Am I comfortable with the family culture of my friend? Would our family habits and beliefs be a plus or negative to the relationship? What other expectations my friend has of me when we get married? Do these conflict with my own expectations in marriage? Are we giving ourselves sufficient time to experience each other's own culture and ritualistic behaviors so we can objectively evaluate how comfortable we are with them? For example, birthdays, public holidays, family occasions. I know I made it very simplistic, so in some people's minds, but there are lots of things we got to find out long before we get married. 
And because you are good and happy friends, it doesn't mean you will be a happy partner in marriage. And these are only a sample questions to help the couple understand that the decision for marriage is serious and its preparation must be thorough. The secret is to take the time. Now, what do I mean by that? A relationship should be not too short, that is, not shorter than one year, ideally 18 months to 24 months. When the relationship goes beyond three and a half, four years, it starts to get stale. Certainly, it's not healthy to have long relationships, five, six, eight, nine, ten, fifteen years before you get married. It is not healthy. It is proven not to be good in the marriage. So, I encourage you, take your time. Remember, honey, love alone will not do. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.